Hello, residents of Meeple Town. This is Dean. Johnny Baseball. And today we're going to be talking about games because we're a board game podcast. And we're also going to be talking it's about true. the 2022 Spiel des Jahres Are you hating on my nations. Johnny Baseball comment? A little bit. Thanks for joining us for episode 103. All right, residents of Meepletown, if you were here right now, you would see Dean in his lounge jacket, smoking a stogie, a little cup of cognac in his glass. Why is that, Dean? What is what is cognac? That's a it's liquor. What is it though? <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that before. Oh, I don't. I don't know, honestly. Okay. All right. Uh, because you're gonna I'm, find out because I'm fancy. No, uh, this has to. This is just a pre-joke to the poll that we're going to do here okay. in just a little bit. So you'll just just put it on pause. John, and then in a minute, you're going to find out why Dean's wearing his lounge jacket, smoker's jacket, whatever you want to call it, relaxing on a red velvet couch. You have mastered the art of jokes. So Whoa. now you've moved into the, the pre-joke. No, this is, this is the, the way you're viewing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to have to say, Dean just said, I have mastered the art of the joke. It's a brandy. That's a good, good sound. It's a brandy. Like- so like a, a fermented wine or a uh, from France, yeah. So is there brand, any... brandy is like wine that has been distilled, right? Distilled wine or something along those lines. I don't know. It is. I, honestly, I don't know. And it's produced in Cognac, France. How about that? Oh, so it's probably one of those things that it's like you can only produce bourbon in Kentucky, kind of things, right? Yeah, maybe you can probably. only make champagne in Champagne. Cognac's from grapes. So you okay. may be you may be getting there. I'm getting there. I don't, I've never obviously had it I don't know enough about alcohol to to know if any of the things I said were right, but I think that's right. I've never had it. Maybe we should get some and drink it on the air next time. Can we and just say, hmm. should we do an episode? We are family friendly, mm-hmm. where we just drink a bunch of alcohol and see where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the just, worst idea. Just be like. <laughs> Oh like every couple, five, two, three, five minutes, we take a shot and then oh just gosh. like it it devolves into who knows what would happen. Well, the answer is no, we should not do that. But I bet we have listeners that would love to see what's popping on that. Maybe see what's cracking. Do we have enough budget? budget do we have enough money in the budget, the Beepletown budget? Dean's already going. <laughs> this is secretly that episode. To fly to, to fly to France. Do we have enough money to do that? And we can go test these out. Dude, the I would love places. to do that. Okay. No, we don't. It's oh okay. no, we have percentage wise. How much do we have in our in our account? I have no idea. We, I mean, we probably 1%? have a, a hundred or two hundred dollars. Okay, so no, so no, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could go down the road to the wine joint in Smyrna, Tennessee, that <laughs> probably tastes all sugary and not good. We have enough money to go do that. We could go to Arrington, uh, which is a nice little vineyard in We have enough money to Tennessee. cover a 10-minute drive. I think, we, drive. Could. I think Actually, we could drive up there and buy a bottle. With gas being as expensive, I don't know if we have enough money to drive <laughs> 20 miles away or whatever. You probably don't know why I'm Johnny Baseball, or do you? I, I don't. Something to do with the Guardians, maybe? College so. baseball. Do you know, this is going to be real brief, Tennessee Vols, which we're, we live in Tennessee, Got the number one. We won the SEC championship, and we are the number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Oh, we are that. so good this year; it's ridiculous. We haven't been in a long time. We are the Alabama football of baseball right now. We are beating people mercilessly. 
Like hmm. Vanderbilt's usually a really good team. We just destroy them every time. It's like nine to two or something like that. Wow. So uh, yeah. So if you if you know if you want to peep that out, just want to give a shout out to my boys. So it hasn't started yet. Not the NCAA. Nope. Okay. Just the the conference tournaments just ended and we won. Didn't lose a game. It was no problem. Okay. So it's really interesting to root for a team that's really good because I'm not used to it. I went to a Nashville Sounds minor league game a couple weeks ago. No. I thought of you. I bought a hat. Oh, and you should have wore it. Yeah, I thought about it. Yeah, especially because I didn't shower today did you enjoy and, and do it? my hair, so that would have made more sense. I didn't either. But I had a blast. I thought it was a lot of fun. It made me want to go to more minor league baseball games because there's some cool features in minor league games that you don't see in other games. Like they're a little more laid back, a little silly, like go. family fun kind of things. It right? is. Speaking of baseball, uh, do we want to talk about the champion of baseball highlight 2045? Because <laughs> he never talks about himself <laughs> enough. <laughs> Why don't you fill the listeners in on that Phillip, quick? Philip, I don't know if he's quick... a listener of the show. but Probably not. But yeah, he, he does have back-to-back-to-back championships, in case you didn't know. And if you want to get have a picture, picture with him? Yeah. And he carries the trophy around everywhere. It's one of my favorite things. I, he's it's so fun. To see him post pictures. I really do love it. I, <laughs> I know, me too. I love it. He's a, he's a great guy. Yeah, it's great. Okay, all right. We so, are, board games? We're going to talk about, you're not going to do your poll? Yeah, thing? we're going to do it. So, you're going to find out right now why Dean's wearing the lounge jacket. Okay. Okay, so, first of all, here is the poll. Now, it reads differently on Twitter than it does on the Guild. Um. The question is going to be, how do you feel about the Spiel and Kenner Spiel de Jars nominees? Now, that is because that's what this episode is. Hey! <laughs> I don't know. I thought you <laughs> were going to get a little more excited Did about you purposefully that. do that? That's what my mind was. Purposefully put the same, different questions, different polls on the... It's the exact same question. Mm-hmm. It's just that on the board game Guild, there's a title. You know how you have a title because it's a post. Right. And apparently... I accidentally, it probably auto-corrected and I didn't see it because um, I was doing it from my phone and I usually don't do it from my phone. Uh, it says Spiel does Jars poll, <laughs> which we did already. Like uh, I will say, let's just go ahead, Tim from Board Game Hot Take, Spiel does Jars, Meepletown After Dark, question mark. <laughs> uh, Matt Walker says, my jur English isn't best. Uh, however, <laughs> word for word, I believe it translates game does year. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's uh, a good comment. So that's why, so like we, this is Meeple Town after dark <laughs> where Spiel does jars. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was tough uh, as John was heading to France. That I was, think. I'm <laughs> telling you, that was, that's fantastic. I'm so glad I made that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> so game does year is what we're looking at. All right, so here's your uh, the answers that you can pick from. Great picks with an exclamation point. Meh. Maybe I should have done like so-so. So you were talking about these specific, this specific... <clears throat> How do you feel about it? How okay. do you feel about these nominees this year? Okay. Don't like them, or I haven't played enough of them to make a decision. Mm. I don't think that's the option. There's actually several on here that are that are uh that uh, hmm that's a tough there's several that aren't here yet too is or, is or meh available too not great i mean i feel like meh is kind of so-so yeah okay yeah yeah that's what i would take that as um meh. people usually dog the funny thing is i haven't read any comments on spill i haven't this done year. much either yeah and, and normally i do but i've just been out of town so much but i um meh that's correct. Okay. That's correct. 
In fact, 46%. Wow. Said okay. man on that. So that was definitely up there. What do you think number two was? The the worst one after that. What that don't like them? Don't like them. Zero percent okay. said don't like them. Maybe that one's haven't played enough of them. Maybe yeah, that's what it is. It is. It's okay. don't play haven't played enough was the next one. And then twenty two that was thirty two percent. And then twenty two percent said great picks. So I actually thought that that wasn't too bad of a number because you're right. There is a lot of kind of meh and pooing on the Spiel des Jahres, and I've done it before myself, right? Like, and this wasn't necessarily and Yeah, on. like, I mean, 22% said great picks. I think that's kind of nice. That's yeah. not that's not terrible. So let's, let's uh, well, I guess we're going to have to pause for a minute and then before talk about, back. yeah, so we're not going to do a direct segue. We're going to talk about a few games we've been playing lately and then go back. We're going to go through the Spiel des Jahres nominees, uh-huh. through the recommendations. Uh, Dean and I have not played all of them, but for the ones we have played, we're going to tell you how we feel, and the ones that we haven't played, which ones we're intrigued by. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this conversation. Always, I always yeah, like I, having this conversation. Too. We are going to talk about a few games that we've been playing lately in just a second, but we did want to say, John mentioned earlier that we've had a lot going on. Um, yeah, just you know, you've if you've listened, you know, we've talked about this for the past I don't know, five six months at this point of just really since December, how things have just picked up and and not stopped. And if you're doing, uh, if you're moving to Nashville area, you know, Middle Tennessee area, or you live in this area and you like to buy or sell a home, just give me a holler. He's already sold like three to BJ, I think, right? BJ from Board Game Gumbo has bought three houses, I think. Hey, did we did have a listener? I guess I don't know if I want to say his name in case he doesn't want me to, but that did reach out to me about That's right. potentially. So hey, That's there right. you go. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. It is And it wasn't me. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, but with all that being said, John and I, we've been kind of going back and forth on these next few weeks. And in fact, being able to record this episode is a bit of a miracle in and of itself, just because we've been gone so much and had so much going on. However... We had to cram play a game this morning as soon as we got together. We did, yeah. Yeah, one that we had both played, but we wanted to make sure we got another that's play right. in of it. but. However, that being said, I'll be gone after this week for a week. John's going to be gone the day that I get back. He's leaving and he'll be gone for a week and he'll be gone when we should be recording next time. And there's really no way that we can get that episode out. Um, And so we're going to delay next episode really whenever we can get it out. It'll, it'll probably be skip next week or, you know, the next episode, and then we'll have one out when the next, next scheduled one. I think one that's probably to what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's possible that something could spring up, but not likely. And so we'll just, we'll have to play that by ear. But we wanted to give you a heads up. Yeah, just and that to, happens. Yeah, and we haven't happens. put a lot of videos out, really, at all. We've recorded some, and we have them sitting on our computers, but we just haven't been able to get them out. Yeah. And so if you're like, oh, wow, they didn't post this episode of the podcast, and they don't have videos coming out, they they hate each other. That's the... Yeah, we... we... <laughs> That's the next logical jump. Is Dean that, punched me in the face, and we're done. Yeah. But we're not. We're not done. No, we're still trucking, man. We're gonna. We love doing the content. We enjoy it. It's just we have. I think in a good way have been able. I think we've become health like even healthier with it at this point. Mm-hmm. And just to say, all right, look, we have some priorities we have to do, but we're gonna keep trying to put out as much as we possibly can, and hopefully we'll get a couple of videos out pretty soon. Yeah, and we're we're talking about what cons could be potential for this mm-hmm. year. We haven't made any of our definite plans there either, but. But we're we're working on it. I mean, and yeah, now, it, I don't think we'll miss another podcast this year. Probably, I, I mean, say, it's possible, but right. it's not. So it's not. That's not something that we plan on doing very often. Yeah, we might miss one a year. 
So we love doing it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And in fact, we've been playing some games, so we're going to talk about those at this very moment. All right. Go. You want me first? Well, I've only got one to talk about, so why don't you... How many do you have to talk about? Nine. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't Lord. know. Well, probably probably that many, but I won't talk about that many. I'll just... Sweet I'll, mercy. We'll see. All right. I, I will talk about my mancation games. How about that? I thought about dressing you up as a vacation because you're going on vacation. You had your mancation, but the lounge jacket and stuff sounded a little more. That's what I wear on my cool. vacation. Actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm going to the beach next week. Not beach. I don't go to the beach, John. I'm going to Florida next week. And when I'm there. Why don't you go to Florida, the beach? Where I, are you going to Florida? Uh, I can't say yet because actually I'm not going to Florida next week. <laughs> It's a surprise for our kids. And if oh. my wife happens to listen to this, then oof, I should have thought about that. Just tell her not to. You, here's not the thing. That. You get to go home mm-hmm. and you can just say, hey, please don't play the podcast. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Problem solved. <laughs> you would think so. There's a lot going on up in this head, this noggin up here. You might forget. Huh? I would almost definitely forget. Okay, okay. But all that to say... You're over. <laughs> we, what, what was You're overcomplicating this, Dean. I, <laughs> Complicating? What did I just say? Okay. All that to say, um, I don't know what I was going to say. Something about... Yeah, you're talking about going oh, my to lounge that jacket place. In Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I wore playing golf this past weekend. I golfed a lot this Did weekend. Did you do well? Um, yeah, uh, not bad. Not okay. bad, I think. Uh, Steven, who's a listener to this, we've, you hear, he's the first one to listen to this episode, so he, he was crushing it this weekend. I mean, just... Really just killing it. Huh? Oh, man. He, he was. But we golfed 24 holes on Friday. Three of us, three out of eight of us went golfing earlier. And all three of us got a birdie, which was good. Yeah. I'll take a birdie any day. I will too. Does it balance out with the couple of triple bogeys that I had? No, it does not. But triple bogey? When you get a I'm happy with a triple bogey. When you get a when you and get I'm a birdie, kidding. it feels good. <laughs> nah, I'm not kidding. But anyway, we had a good time doing that. We went golfing. Anything under ten strokes I'm pretty happy with. Here's okay, let me tell you this. I think I've talked about this on here before, John about the golf piece of mancation we had eight people there which is the first time we've had eight people in years you know through covid and all that mm-hmm. okay when when we go golfing ideally we want to do a four versus four scramble mm-hmm. so that you're just playing the best ball that is the way to play golf i think if you don't play that often you don't play stroke play you play nah. scramble so Absolutely. that you can feel really good about yourself because the winning team which was steven's team which, by the way, Stephen chipped in an eagle for that team. Yeah, that's right. But they shot three under on the day at a at a pretty decently. That's pretty solid. It's a good. It was this was a really good course. That's pretty solid. Okay. And then we shot two under. Oh, so it was really close. I was trying to get a hole in one on the last hole to tie us up, but it didn't happen. The real question I have is: <laughs> Did you eat scrambled eggs while you played scramble style? No, but I did that morning. Ooh, there's something to that. Excellent. You want to hear about games, though? That's what people want. Yep. Well, golf is a game, so there you go. It's not a board game. It's that's right. If there's a board game, there are some golf board games. All right. Here's I'm I'm not I'm gonna shotgun all these, John. I'm just gonna all right. Throw you just them go, baby. You. Okay. The, here's here's our staples. I'm just gonna okay. throw these out there. Catan. We play Catan every year. I got a 3D copy. Everyone of this. loves it or no? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we all love it. And in fact, we played a six-player game of this. And it was done. Ooh. It was done in under an hour and a half. That sounds horrible. No, it, usually I feel that way, but yeah. we all have yes. played so much. So you knew, okay? Yeah, that might be fun. Okay. I had a lot of fun playing it. I did not win, and I, in fact, I didn't really come that close. I don't think. I don't remember who won that one, but I still, yeah, I just really love Catan. It's a fun game. Good. Okay. Yeah. All right. We play Godfather every year. Mm. Okay. 
John, you love this game. I enjoy it. You know yeah. I love this game. I haven't played it enough to say I love it, but I do definitely enjoy it. This one plays up to five. The last probably ten times I've played this has been a four-player game, but we played a five-player game this weekend, mm-hmm. and I, I still had a great time. I still love this game. It is... Uh, for me, it was a big hit. I ended up winning this game. Who cares, though? Right. But I ended up winning this one. Might as well drop. You might as well drop that. Yeah. But I did not love the five-player game as much as I Ooh, love the four-player game. Wow. Mm-hmm. A game that you love, but don't quite love that part. <laughs> I'm not dissing it though. Don't don't misunderstand me. Dean says that he hates The Godfather <laughs> at five and has already sent an email to Eric Lang saying <laughs> you should have. It should have been two to four, Eric. You need to redo this game and add expansion stuff. That's what I should say. There it is. Anyway, this game is near perfect. I love this game so much. It's so, so good. So good. But one of the guys who really didn't like it, and he's played it a lot, he's like, I don't like games where you're screwing other people over. Oh. And this game is that. And there's really, there's no way around it. Go home. Yeah. This my advice is like, go home, get your diaper and your baby bottle, sit on the couch and just sit there and do that instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't want to, if you're worried about people's feelings. Okay. No, he's worried about his feelings, not other people's feelings. Well, then, because he set off a car bomb or two. I'll say that it was oh. in his diaper. It's so fun. This game's so fun. <laughs> in his diaper. Oh my goodness. Here's a funny thing on on uh, on Godfather though. You know, this is one of those games. Like I'm. Yeah. I don't I'm, know why I'm that seems so that. funny. <laughs> Okay, you know, Everdell and those uh, tapestries this way where you keep sure. playing beyond what other people play? Yes. The guy, uh, Frenti, he had so many more turns and so many more cards than everybody else. And everyone thought he for sure is going to win. And he didn't. But if you can't suitcase money, it doesn't matter. That That's a really big piece of this game. You're, it's whoever has the most money at the end of the game, but the money that's has right. to be in your suitcase. Which I like. So get down to the very end, and you also have to discard cards down to your hand limit. So at the end of the game, you have two. If you have, you can have up to two cards left over that you immediately get to suitcase. You only get to do that the last round. Mm-hmm. But he was discarding a ton of money at the end of the game. At, and in fact, I think at most rounds he was doing that. And that's, yeah, that's a tough piece. But I love that. It, it, mm, this game is just so good. Love okay. It. Okay. okay. Cash and guns. You know, this is always a big hit for <clears throat> for you. Haven't played cash and guns multiple times. You haven't played it multiple times? I have. Oh, okay. I've played it. <laughs> Cash and Guns is 100% about the group you're playing with. Yes. Last time I played with my family, two people ran off crying. Oh, and it my sucked. goodness. <laughs> I'm just, it just was not fun. How many of them were, were It was you? just four of us. You, you. Yeah. Okay. Me and my wife both left crying. Did you guys like that game? Mm. You it's, all about, it's all about the group. Well, here's the thing. It's all about the group, and it's about the size of the group. Okay. This is the first time that I've ever played it at four players, and all of us were kind of like, eh. Okay, that's maybe why. Because when I play, I played it at four. I think every time I've played it too, and it was just one time I played it at five. I thought it was a little bit better. It is so so much better at the right player count. Yeah, which is the max. I mean, whatever you can have four to eight players is what this game is. Yeah. The problem with four, and and we were playing with expansion stuff, and I don't remember which of these are the expansion stuff because it's all like lumped in together. But you pick your character, right? And so you might have a character that has different types yeah. of guns or different abilities or whatever. Mine was, once everybody does the hold up, I can look around and then I can hold my gun up. Okay, so it's a it's delayed... Powerful. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. One of the guys, and this is where I think it was really bad at a four-player game. Well, one, that ability, because there's not many people you can point at. Mm-hmm. His ability was, he gets to point two guns... One of them is real and one of them's not. Have yeah. you played with that one before? Okay. Yes, sir. That's a terrible gun to use in a four-player game because 
you're you're never not going to have that moment where you're going to have a gun pointed at you in that sense. You know what I mean? Mm. And so like the Godfather piece becomes kind of interesting, I guess, because you're mm-hmm. the Godfather allows you to move a gun away. You don't get to pick where they're pointing it at, but yeah. it's just not as much fun. It's not there even close. Go. And I really like this game, but not at not at four players. I won't do that again. I don't think. There you go. Ethnos. You've not played Ethnos. I've never played it. Nope. Okay. Ethnos is a area control game where you are uh, in set collection. So you are, um, <clears throat> excuse me, not area control, but area area majority, I mm-hmm. guess is how you say it. Um, basically, you are collecting cards and you're playing those cards in, in bands or like, you know, sets of cards. When you you play, d- someone's playing tuba, the other one's playing the snare drum. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Not that kind of band. You're playing these cards out to do two things. One, it gives you an ability. So there's like giants, okay? If I play a band of giants and my band of giants is bigger than yours, then I get to take this token that immediately gives me two points. Mm-hmm. And then if I keep it till the end of that round, then I'm also going to get points for having that token. Yep. There's like, uh, I don't know, the dwarves, which lets you count your band as one more card than you're actually laying down. Okay. Because you get points at the end of the round for how many cards you have in each band. So if I have... Six cards in a band, that's going to give me a lot of points. I can't remember, 20, 15, mm-hmm. 20 points, something like that. On So that's that piece of it. But also, as you lay your band down, you'll get to put your marker out onto the, the board into the territory that matches the top card that you played. So if I played a top card that was a red card, I put my marker in the red territory, and whoever has the majority in each of those is going to score... Okay. Um, Really similar to the game that we just played, uh, Wonderland's War. It, it, mm-hmm. The scoring piece works exactly like that, I okay. think. Okay. Um, they just didn't like it. They didn't like it. I still wow. really, really love isn't this it, game. Isn't it hugely disappointing whenever you like have a game, you can't wait to teach people, you're all excited, mm-hmm. and, and like the majority of people were like, mm. that's, that's pretty darn disappointing. <laughs> here's, here's the really tough part. Okay, because I was, I was, I'm the one who brings all the games. And for the most part, the guys aren't, I mean, Steven games a lot. Um, mm-hmm. T will game anytime. Uh, another guy, Daniel, he'll, he'll play anytime. Um, in, in Clark, I guess, but, but they're not like playing games all the time. Like we yeah. are. Right. Um, so when I'm selecting games, I'm thinking like, you know how I think through things, but like, I'm, I'm like really overthinking the process of how I sure. do this. So here were my options of an area control game. And you generally screwed up. Narrowed down, and I did. <laughs> Narrowed down to El Grande, Ethnos, and Wonderland's War. For for people who don't really game that much, what would you pick? You haven't played Ethnos. El Grande still. Yes. Okay, me too. The only thing, the only reason I didn't pick El Grande is because it only plays to five. That was the only reason. Ethnos plays to six, and we were going to have eight people, but okay. at the first part of the trip, it was going to be six players that okay. were playing. So I was like, this would be perfect for that, and it was not. But the things mm. that they didn't like, that I, I think they just felt that it wasn't very exciting. The problem mm. with the six-player game is you, you're, it's not super. Fa- it's a pretty fast game, but there can be a little downtime if people are taking a long time on their turn to think through. But mm. all you're doing is drawing a card and then that's it. That's it, or playing a card. Okay, playing cards. Anyway, I still really like this one. It didn't change it for me. It's not a top fifty game, but it's a good game. It's okay. a really good game. Okay. Last one. You ready for this last one? Thank the Lord. <laughs> uh, I think we may have played some other ones, but this is the last one I'm going to talk about. Is Camel Up because you have not played oh, this yeah. one, right? I have never played Camel Up. I've almost bought it multiple times. I've heard, you know, I just need to borrow your copy yes. so I can take it 
to my family and see what they think about it. Okay, you I know, will do how that. How many people are you going to have with you on your trip? Four. You can do that. You can bring, okay. you can bring them with you if you want. Okay. Because um, yeah, I don't think I, I I'm going to come by and borrow that and do an Imperium, which we'll talk about here in a little bit again. I haven't borrowed it again, but I'd like to play that one again. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if Camel Up would be as good with four. I might be wrong about that. It's a three to eight player game. Yeah. And I think it definitely shines more. You can still bring it. Do do whatever you want. I don't care. I would like to definitely get all all my family involved in this. Okay. Your kids can play this one too. My kids have played it. There you go. All right. In this game, you are racing camels. The sim- the most similar game that I can think of to this is Downforce. Have you played Downforce? No. Okay. It's not really that close, but it's it is a betting game. So you're betting on which camel is going to win, which one's going to lose. You're betting on the different legs, all of that, the different legs of the race. Okay. So on your turn, you're only going to do one thing. And I'm not going to go through all of those things, but but basically... <laughs> Hold on a second. What? On your turn, you're only going to do one thing, but I'm not going to go through all those things. All the options. All the <laughs> options. Say, like, <laughs> I mean, really, it's just one thing, Dean. <laughs> that's, that's way too I much. I mean, you just <laughs> blabbered on for... <laughs> The last 20 minutes. <laughs> but you can't tell us the only one thing that you can do on Camel Up's turn. This can be really difficult to explain if I don't say that one thing that you can do. Oh. <laughs> You're going to take one action on your turn, but you okay. have an option of four. In our case, we were playing a uh, oh my gosh. maybe an eight-player game of this, a seven-player game, and so there's an extra thing that you can do. But basically, you can move the camels. You can bet on the leg. Um, yeah. So which, which camel is going to be in the lead at the end of this leg. Okay. Uh, you can bet on the which is going to be the overall winner, which is going to be the overall loser. And okay. You can also put a little token out there to um, give you an extra coin. Whoever has the most coins is going to be the the winner at the end. Mm-hmm. So I literally just went over all the things. That's it. That you can do. Just you like can that. also in a six player game or more, you can add in this thing where I partner with you, and you have to partner with me. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the leg, if you have a card that gives you a lot of coins, I get to also say, "Hey, I get those coins because we're partners." Yeah. Okay. okay. But the interesting thing is your camels are going to move in a weird way. It's not just that they're moving across the board. It is Mm -hmm. that if I have a red camel on the bottom and there's a purple and a yellow on top of that, if the red camel moves, it's going to move all the ones that are on top of that. And so, Mm -hmm. and whoever's on top is going to be in the lead too. And so like, it could be that the red camel moves and then later on the purple camel moves, but it's going to move farther ahead of the, the red one. Yeah. Um, and all that's done by dice rolls, but they're random because you're, you have all the dice in the pyramid. And when you take that action, you drop one out, whichever one comes out, it moves that many spaces up to three. This is a, you talk about a hoot and holler game. I don't know if this made my list at the time that we did that, but if not, it 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 might have, have. you've talked about this one a lot. In fact, I think it probably has. And you said that this was in our conversations earlier, the hit of the week. I think so. For your group? I think so. I, w- I would say not everyone would feel that way, but I know there's several yeah. people that were like, yeah, this game is this game is fantastic. Okay. Um, yeah, but I think I think you're... This, actually, this would be a good um, game night when we do a game night at the church, like with that group of people. Everybody I would think be this like, would be an excellent game. Everyone would be... Okay. Because here's what happens. You think, and this did happen, the yellow camel was way behind way mm-hmm. behind more than halfway through the race. Okay. And so I put my card in the yellow stack to say, this one's going to be the biggest loser. And then what happened immediately after I placed that in there is the camel, the yellow camel moved ahead on top of another camel and that camel moved ahead. 
and it pushed yellow all the way to be the winner, not just the I bet not there was the a lot loser. of hollering on that one. Oh, huh? man, it was. And at the very end of the game, this is interesting, too, all the camels, every one of them were stacked up um, right before the finish line. And so, which didn't make it as interesting because you knew who was going to be the winner because sure. that one was definitely going to move farther ahead. Yeah. But you also have a gray, uh, a white and a black camel that are moving okay. the opposite direction. And so if they pick up camels, they'll move them backwards. It's cool. You'd really like this one. Okay. And it's pretty quick, too. It plays, says 30 to 45 minutes. And I'd say that's your first game with a lot of people. It's going to take longer than that, but mm-hmm. but not much. It's it's a pretty quick game. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I, I'm, I'm borrowing it. Okay. There you go. Take it. How about that? I have a good board game question for you. Do yep. you do you own a choir? That, no, that's normally a board game, uh, mancation game that we play, though, but I don't own it. You, when you were talking about that, you made me... Th- I don't know why, but I... Uh, I actually looked it up, and you can't find it. Did you know that? Any of them? It's out of print. Interesting. Yeah, because okay. I, I was thinking to myself, <clears throat> we just had Memorial Day here in the States, and I, th- I was thinking, this would be a game I think like my dad and brother and stuff would like quite a bit. Pretty simple to teach, pretty fun, and I mean, it's been a while since I played it, actually. And uh, I was like, I'm going to go pick that up. Nope. Rejected. Interesting. Yep. I think I think Acquire is a great game, by the way. I it's think it's been a lot a, of fun. It's been several years since I played it, so I'd love to go back and play it again. Justin's got it. I need to see if I can borrow it or something from him. Is it time? For you to talk? I guess so. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be very... I, I was going to tell you, though, that I, um, my board game, like most of my board game... Have I told you this yet? Most of my board game collection was stolen while I was gone. Seriously, yeah, What's people the joke? stole it. That I mean, What's the joke? I'm trying to figure out who took it, but I have I have no clue. Yep, is that good? Is. I was waiting for that. That's pretty good. Okay, because if it actually got stolen, I would have you would have told me and Jonathan in a text message immediately. What's right? Canada's national board game? Uh, I'm scared to answer that question. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I looked up. Oh shoot! Board I hit game. The mic. Poked yourself in the eye with your mic. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, go for it. Well, yeah. So I, I almost don't even want to talk about a game I've been playing lately because you talk so long. I'm just kind of ready to talk about the Spiel des Jahres. <laughs> but I busted out um, the Quest for El Dorado last night. I haven't played that in a little while. I wanted my kids to play it, man. My kids don't play board games with me anymore, Dean. They have no desire. My eight-year-old does. So he sat in his mother's lap and they played together. He could probably play that by himself, but. He needed a little bit of guidance, I think. Can I tell you what one. you do? Do you need some advice on this? What? This is what I do now. You and make it, them? And I, and I really do this. You put Velcro on their pants and on the seat, and you stick them down and say, you're not leaving until we finish playing this game. I haven't done that yet. But my kids are a little bit younger than yours, John, so this might not work. But for my family, I say, all right, we're playing a board game. This is what we're doing. Yeah. And we play it. Yeah. Usually they have less complaining if it's just like, there's no option. We're playing a board game. This is the thing Maybe that we're doing that right up. now. Uh, they tend to be okay with like a one-night ultimate werewolf and like goofy games like that. And I'll just oh, be honest yeah. with you, you know, sometimes I'm just not in the mood for one of those. Well, call me. I've been wanting to play that. <laughs> I mean, I like, I love I'm in the fight like with that. it, but like, that's what, yeah. My middle son was like, I'll play uh, that or Werewords. They really like that one too yeah. a whole lot and stuff. I'm like, mm, yeah, whatever. So I'll, I'll talk about a little bit of the quest for El Dorado. Dean loves this game. 
Yep. Yeah. And so in this game, if you haven't played it before, it's a classic. And that is, uh, it's a Kinesia game, right? Yeah, it's a Kinesia game. Sorry. I had to think in my brain. But basically, you have this like map that's out on the table, all these different hexes, and they all change depending on, you know, it, they don't, they change each game that you play. You have all these different setups. And you're going to be building a deck, and like maybe you play a card that has an explorer that has two swords on it. And that means that he, that you're, um, person he or she goes to can go to one of the adjacent hexes that is one or two swords and you can keep going if you have an extra one and there's another one with one but anyways to make a long story short that's basically it like you're going through different types of terrains through water if you play Lewis and Clark there's some similarities to that whether it's the Torada terrain or going through the jungle or going through the I don't know what they call the money terrain is it just like you're trading or something and you have to pay to get through there or something I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. I but, don't remember now. But you're the, the something with gold, isn't it? Yeah, like, it is. Okay. The, the the crux of the game is is that you're playing those cards to move forward because the whole game is absolutely just a race. But you get you draw four cards, but you also are paying using the cards to buy, you know, new cards for your deck, right? So do I move forward these spaces or do I save these cards and you know get a better deck card? And that's it, really. And you're just kind of having to look ahead in the game. It's I think it's a very simple game. Uh, but I like it. I like it. I'm not, I don't think I love it as much as Dean does, but I haven't. My wife and I talked this week about let's play the hardest terrain and see if we like it. The most difficult jungle or map or whatever and see if it causes us to have like, it, it, it seems like, I don't feel like the decisions are that difficult based on how much money I draw and stuff like that. I think over the course of the game, obviously the better player wins because you've built a better deck and all that kind of stuff. And I also think it, it with any of those types of games, there can be a little bit of a runaway winner problem if you're not, you know. But it's a shorter game. Last night, we I knew for the last 15 or 20 minutes, there's really no way they're going to beat me because my deck is better. I'm ahead of them pretty significantly. That, that's the hard part. That, yeah. It's hard with games like that, though. You you still haven't played... Goodness. What's the other one called? Uh Oh, my goodness. Know. Game where you're... Right, Clank. Clank. You haven't oh, played yeah. Clank? Yeah. Nope. Okay. Still never played it. It has that similar piece to it. Okay. Like that. Um, it is difficult, but but the difference in that is you're not just racing, you're getting mm -hmm. points. And mm -hmm. so, but you can still have an idea of, of where people are at. Yeah. I, I think definitely you, you want to play this with people who are a little, I don't know, have played it a little bit more, know a little bit more what cards yeah. are, okay. are going to benefit them, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, well, there you go. I, yeah, I want to try fun. Clank with you sometime to see what you what your feelings are on it. I don't know where I'm at. I, I think I like Clank better, but ugh. if I played, I haven't played them back to back. I'd have to see. There you go. I don't know. I think it's worth checking out as a mid lightweight is what I would probably call it game race game that builds decks. If you want something more in depth, I know I haven't played with, I, I did play with the cave little expansion part, which I think adds a lot to the game, but I haven't played with the, there's another expansion you have, right, Dean? And I haven't, I don't, I haven't played with that. And so maybe that would make it a little bit more. The answer is thinking. yes. Um, but I don't remember. It's been so long since I played this game and I don't even know the okay. last time I played was with the expansion to remember what exactly is in this one. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Quest for El Dorado. It's called Hex Heroes and Hexes is what I have. And then there's uh, the Golden Temples, it looks like. I was looking this up. It's, it's acting a little slow, but um, 
Heroes and Hexes includes three double-sided terrain tiles that add a new element to the game, Curses. When a player stops on a uh, demon space, then they must draw and reveal a curse token to see how they're affected. Yes. Okay, I remember that now. Okay. Okay. Anyway. There you go. Yep. I I still like this game. Yeah. I don't, I don't care what you say. No, I don't even not, if, I don't not like it. it. No, I don't not like it. I think it, I, I, I told my wife, she was all like, I was liking it more than she was. Let me just say that. But I was... I was like, yeah, I'm I'm having fun. I was ready for it to be over when it was over. Now we played because my son was playing on a team. We played the two player, which meant you have to get two explorers across the map. Okay. So that took a little while. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't like it as much that way. But it was the fun thing was about that when you're playing with the caves, though. You could like send one out to go to the caves and get like the bonuses while you sent the other one forward, and you know what I mean. Some different things like that. That I thought was kind of interesting dynamic. Right. Right. So, anyway, let's talk about the Spiel de Jars. What do you think? That's all. That's Spiel all you got. does Jars. That's all you're talking about. That's it. That's it. I was gonna I mention. I played Gollum again, and I th- I thought it was really solid again. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's fine. There there's a. Yep. Okay. We'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it later. I've got some other stuff I'm gonna share for the next podcast that we do in, in like six months. All right. All right. All word. All right. Spiel word. Spiel de Jars time. All right, it's that time of year again, Dean. It's the most it's, wonderful there it is. time. And Meeple Town, it's the time year. for us to become curmudgeons sometimes, right? And, I, is this I, it? I mean, Are we going to be something? curmudgeons? No. Oh. I, I had an epiphany. Okay. I told Dean about this epiphany. I had an epiphany this year about the Spiel de Jars because I, I have to admit that there have been times in the past where I was a little not super excited. And I was like this is supposed to be the best game of the year. And are you serious? There's so many more games that are much better than this. Um, yeah. Best strategy game, game of the year, right Dean? And, and, yeah. and even, you know, arguing through what the definitions are and the little, how it's kind of muddy or it's felt like that. Right. Right. And been a little bit negative, I think towards it sometimes, but here's my epiphany that I had this year. And that is, Whenever you're doing a major award, whenever it's been given, I'm going to compare this to the Oscars, the Academy Awards, the, what's the music one? Grammys? Grammys. Thank okay. you. Often. The, the Tonys, maybe? Yeah. The Grammy. The, I'm good with Grammys. No, no, no. The Tonys are the yeah. musical. You got it. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, oftentimes, those awards go to maybe not the most artistically creative, you know, like you got the, you know, music heads and I love music and you're like, wow, that band is so much better. That album is just unreal. How could they give it to X, Y, or Z? But it goes generally to a more mass appealing group. Is it, would you agree with that? Yeah. Oftentimes, right? Yeah. 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 And sometimes, sometimes one of those slips in that you're like, wow, that one's a little more, you know, creative or whatever. And so I kind of look at the Spiel de Jars that way now, and it helps me. Because, like, instead of going, well, man, that's the mechanics of that game were not really unique. That wasn't, it was fine. I like it, but there was nothing really special about it. But then when I just kind of step back and go, yeah, but this is kind of like for the broader, like, there's a lot of board gamers as well on top of that. And saying, what are some of the really standout games that I think oftentimes do appeal to a more broad audience? Mm-hmm. And with that being the case, yeah, I understand 
I understand why they pick what they pick most years. I'm not saying I agree with it, and I'm, that would be necessarily my pick. In fact, I haven't really thought about it. This will just be off the cuff. But maybe by the end of this, I'll tell you what I think I would have put as some of my picks here. Or, once, you, once you make your own award, then. Yeah, no one cares. No. <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. I mean, the people that are listening right now might care. They might. What would you call it? What would I call it? The toilet? The John? How about the spiel, Jazz Yaris? How about the spiel, Jazz John? Jazz Johns? Oof. Yeah, that's a bad that's, idea. You got to think through these things before yeah. you say them out loud. That's uh, what my wife tells me every day. <laughs> what are we starting with, John? Are we do we want to start with the? We're not going to talk much about the Kinder. Can we? I start don't want to talk about the, the Kinder. Can I? Can I just say something? Yeah, I mean, you we need to mention them. Go for it. So the Kinder nominations were. Uh, like the kids' version of Ganshon Ganshon Kleva. Kleva? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Aushon Kleva. Yeah. Mitt Quacks and Company Knock Quedenlumberg. Nailed it. So the it's kids' version of Quacks. Quacks Quacks uh Dash is what it's mm-hmm. called. And then Magic Mountain. I have not played any of these, and that's why I just want to mention this, but I'm really intrigued by the Quacks of Quedlinburg for kids. I'm really intrigued that Wolfgang Warsh got two out of three. But like I feel like Wolfgang Warsh creates games like what I was talking about. These kind of games that to me oftentimes are like seven and a half, eight out of tens. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. I wouldn't mind having it. Or Taverns of Tiefenthal, like good game, but it just doesn't connect with me at a deep level. But I do see why people like them. I'm like, yes, I like it. Yeah. I enjoy it. You know? And if someone will ask me to play his games, Gonshon Cleva is probably my, one of my favorite. Eh, I don't know, maybe Taverns. Anyways, I, I will I will, I will, rarely turn down one of his games. I almost always say, yeah, let's play a game of it. Right, right. But I'm probably not going to pick it all that often. You know? So I think that, that it makes sense to me. I guess I'm saying that he got two out of three in that scenario. These The games that are turned, like the adult version of games that are turned into kids' versions... You say nobody cares, but I care because they have been big hits. In my did family. I say nobody cares? Yeah, I think you did. I, or did I say I don't care? Oh, maybe you said you don't care. Maybe, maybe I said nobody. <laughs> I do do think people care about those for sure. I do. Yeah, because I, it's, it's When you're trying to shove games down your kids' throats and force feed them to be in the hobby, then it makes tons of sense. Yeah, to to give them games that they might like. There you go. There we go. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm interested in trying out, especially Quacks, and I haven't even done any reading on this, but because of... The games. I don't know if I've mentioned this recently, but we've been playing the uh, the Andor, the Legends of Andor kid mm-hmm. version of that. My six year old loves it, really loves it. And then I even played it with my ten year old, and he thought it was fun. Like he okay. he enjoyed it. It was it was enough to keep him interested in it. I think. But I think they're doing a better and better job of these kids games that were based on older games, and I, that's why I'm intrigued yeah. by this. So anyway, yeah. I, I want to check out some of those for sure. So I think we start with the spiel because we've played. I've at least played all of but one of the Kenner Spiel. Yeah. And I have not played I've I've only played one of the three here, which is, you know, okay. I'll I'll uh, you, you you go spiel and I'll go Kenner. Or vice you, versa. You, you said all but one. You've played all of them. All the Kenner Spiel. Isn't that I'm right? sorry. I've played all but one of the nominated and actually oh, suggested okay. ones okay. recommendations. So I've played a ton we've played a ton of those. Yeah. Uh here, not as much. So do you want to start 
You want to start off with this one? Yeah, that's I've been talking for a minute. That's why I'm... So let me just throw out what the nominations were. So nominations, they pick three games in each Mm -hmm. of these categories. And then they have a recommended list beyond that that are games that just outside that, um, those first three, obviously. And this Spiel des Jahres means game of the year. Game of the year. That's the The German game of the year. Yeah. Now, what this means for these companies, let's just throw that out really briefly. A lot of sales and games, even just yeah. being nominated. I mean, John and I both want to pick up top 10. Yep. Good luck with that. And Scout. They're all gone. Uh, I'm sorry. Scout, Scout is the one we were thinking of. I'm not still, top 10. Yeah. I don't, I'm not as interested. And you'll find that out in a second. Yep. But Scout is not available anywhere, mm-hmm. and it probably was the day before, I would guess. Yeah. Okay. This is a re-imp, though, isn't it? Of another, I think it is. I think Oink did. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look that up. I know we should. It was a Japanese game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I knew that. I just wanted to make sure. And you can you can get the Japanese version on like eBay and stuff for like forty bucks or something like that. It was so. forty five. Yeah. For a card game. So Scout is the first one. I'll just mention that one. Uh, Scout's a, a card game. This is an Oink Games game, like you said. Uh, we'll talk about all these individual. I'm just going to mention them all first. So top ten is a cocktails game. This is a party game. And then Cascadia. You've heard us do full reviews of this. Both uh, Cascadia made top ten of the year for us this past mm-hmm. year. Beautiful game, Beth Sobel art on this one as well. Yeah, uh, Randy Flynn designed that one. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's talk about let's talk about. Oh, and let me just mention the recommendation list. Yeah, Seven Wonders Architects, which I've I've played, and you have not played. Have played? No, I haven't played. Have not. Okay, Echoes, Echoes the Dancer. I didn't know that was Matthew Dunstan. Should try to play that. Now. I didn't until you just said that. Yeah. Actually, all right, Magic Rabbit. I don't know much about either one. I have one no of idea what that is. My Gold Mine. Which is one of the designers, uh, designers from uh, Glenn Tales. Moore and yeah, from Fun yeah. Tales. Um, yep. And this is a Fun Tales game, right? No, 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 Cosmos. Sorry. No, yeah. Uh, so Clover, which mm-hmm. we both played that, and then Trek Twelve, which is a Bruno, Bruno Cathala game. Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, it's a hiking game, right? Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Okay, I haven't played that one either. The so the, this list of games is definitely mostly on the medium light to light, wouldn't you say? For the most part, not all of them. Because I wouldn't call, I don't think I would, I think I would call Cascadia a medium weight game. Yes. It's kind of on the I'm lighter end. Sorry, I'm looking end. at all of these. It's kind of on yeah. the lighter end of medium games, but it's it's not one that I'm just going to throw out with people who haven't played a ton of games. And Maybe I would. Cascadia? We did. Yeah. We I introduced I, a, Was it a, no problem? Oh, no problem. Okay. No okay. problem. Cool. And it, now, the problem was it took longer because they're not used to playing that. Yeah. So thinking through everything... But they, I think they really enjoyed playing the game, and yep. they—I don't think they have played anything like that before. Okay. So what? What do you think about these picks? So I think, going off of what you just said, they kind of make sense to me. Mm-hmm. I do think Cascadia could have very well, like you're saying, could have been in that in the Kenner Spiel category. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's we always have those questions. Like, I want, I want you know, why was it not strategy game? Because I, I don't think it's any harder or easier to play than Cryptid. But I mean, I guess it's just saying, you know, this is the game of the year. It doesn't, so it could be strategy if it wanted to be, right? Yeah. I know we, I think that's the, the thing that people argue about. Well, this is supposed to be a lighter game because it's the game. No, it's just called game of the year. Yeah. Well, it's, it's and generally the, that's what the distinction That's the way it is. The distinction is not in the weight, which is what we mostly want to make it about. It yeah. has more to do with, honestly, like the games that you might have. It, it could be a really light game, but it would be one that gamers are going to like a little bit more. Would be Kenner's yeah. Um, even if it's not a heavier game, just one that they could, you know, they would enjoy. Sure. But they're saying Cascadia can be one that's enjoyed by all by putting it in that spiel category. Mm-hmm. Is my understanding anyway? Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
let's see. So what do you, I mean, what do you think? Do, uh, so you understand. You understand. Scout and top ten really do make a lot of sense in this category for that reason. I I bet they had a lot of conversation about Cascadia. Is my guess. I bet Maybe. I bet there was a lot of conversation about where that might fit into. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, I think this can be a game that's enjoyed by all. It's just kind of on the more advanced side of what this usually is. Mm-hmm. Now, I, John and I have watched a video on Scout, uh, right? Have you watched anything yes, on Scout? I, uh-huh. Okay. So Scout is a is a card game where you are... It actually seems really cool. I'd, I'd really like to play this one. It's a game where you are uh, playing cards in front of you and you want to beat the person in f- that just played the last mm-hmm. cards on the table. So if I play a six, John can come back and take a, play a nine because that's a higher card. And yeah. then he would take my six into his hand and that's going to score him a point at the end. Uh, or I think it's just one point. I think that's how that works. Uh, then it comes back around to me and I play a, a two twos or something like that. And then I would take John's nine. And so you're going to keep doing that until you can't play anymore. The tricky part about this game, uh, you're also scouting. So if I want to scout, then I'm going to take John's card, one of the cards from the cards that he has mm-hmm. played on the table, put it in my hand wherever I want to do that. Yeah. Now, this is a game like, uh, what's the game you mentioned earlier where you put the, the bean game? Bonanza. Bonanza. This is a game like Bonanza where you can't move yep. the cards. They're going to stay mm-hmm. in your hand. They're also double-sided, so you're going to pick which side of the card you want to put into yeah. your hand and where you're going to put it. But it mm-hmm. stays there. Play your cards. Seems pretty simple. I think this sounds like a really cool game, though. I, I really want to check this one out. I feel like this would be a great one to introduce to your family that enjoys playing card games, is my guess. Um, yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm definitely intrigued. I mean, if the price tag were at, you know, 20 bucks like it is, right, it would be if you could actually go out there and get it. I would very much um, buy it immediately to try it. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it's it seems like one of those, like, it'd be kind of fun. I could play with anybody and... I'm not saying that I'm immediately going, yeah, this definitely could be, you know, a great game for me. I've I've read some reviews that have been like, yeah, it was like, this is great. This is such a cool fast pay, you know, game, whatever, I can play it quick. And then some that were like, yeah, I played a few rounds. It was cool. Kind of got old. I could see that happening too. Yeah. I, I don't know though. I don't know. Haven't played it. Just watched the video. So yeah. Anyway. So yeah. So I, I'm going to say I totally get Cascadia. I really liked it. You know, I mean, we could argue about whether that could be Kinderspiel, and I don't really care. Absolutely phenomenal game this year. It was one of my top games. I think my number two or something like that, two or three or something game of the year. Totally get it. I also, I'm a little, I don't know what top 10 is like. I really would have pushed to see So Clover actually get in the That's top three. That's what I was going to say yeah. Too, yeah. Like, I just thought that that game, you know, was so good. And it is so well, it is always well received like extremely i would be surprised if scout and top 10 would be that well received um for folks that i've played with like i just if i were to put a a spiel winner it would be probably there's a good chance it would be cascadia or so clover and i would maybe have a difficult time making that decision yeah, my guess. But you would put Seven here, Wonders Architects up in here too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you I, love that one. I would. It it makes a ton of sense for me. Uh, top ten would be interesting though. I want to try this one where you're like ranking things from one to ten and and trying to guess if mm. if I understand this right. You're trying to guess the order of of how these are placed in in top ten order. There is a poop on the front box cover. Yep. And I don't like that. You don't like poop? I mean, I know I'll have the jokes. And I think there are are some flies flying around it. Is mm, I don't 
I don't like that. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like a, a unicorn with a tattoo? Uh, better than poop. Okay. Neither one of those are going to be in, in... Yeah, I don't like either one of those. Like the unicorn as being the 10 <laughs> and the poop being the zero. I mean, I guess maybe like it's a unicorn. It's ten, you know, top best or something, but I don't know. I guess so. Okay. I, I'm with you. I mm, this is a tough one though, because it almost I almost feel like so Clover could be just outside of like okay. that range of what people want, I guess. It seems like top ten is kind of like an outburst type level game. Yeah. Remember that game, Outburst? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. oh, it yeah. seems I played like that it a lot when I was a kid. Fit in that category, whereas So Clover could be like almost in the almost in the Kenner Spiel category, but I doubt they're going to put a connoisseur game is what that is. So I doubt that they're going to put a party game in the connoisseur category is my guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm, I'm probably with you. So with that being said, one, we need to talk about what our favorites of these, what you would pick, and then what what would you pick as your top three? So let's do that. So I, if I was doing Spiel, um, man, I was going back and looking through like – the list of games that I played this last year too, and just thinking through, are, are you saying like just throw another one on the list if I feel like it, or just out of the ones that are here? What would you like to? What would you like me to do? I think you can do both. I'm probably going to stick with the ones that are here myself, but I think you can do either. I think I would really good chance that I would have um, so Clover and as I mentioned Cascadia on this list right here, um, and I haven't. Played played really the other ones have i i haven't to be honest nor do i much care to i wouldn't mind playing seven wonders architects because you know dean's really been really been talking about that one quite a bit um i might throw on here though i maybe it's too maybe it's too heavy maybe that needs to go into kinderspiel um oh you know what i would throw on here uh, Jekyll versus Hyde. Oh, really? I think so. Wait, or or hold up, or Micro Macro Crime City Full House. Okay, I would I would throw that on there. Yes. Um. Potentially, um, Lu- uh, Nova Luna, not Nova Luna. <laughs> nope, that was uh, oh, Ted Gummit Luna Capital. Mm-hmm. But that that could potentially, you know, depending on how we're... I mean, if we're just saying game of the year, I feel like that was a really fun one. Um, yeah, that I liked there. So I, I'll tell you another one that I really, really liked. Shout out to uh, Johnny Pack, Lions of Lydia. And very easy to read, to play. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, yeah I think that, I there's a lot too. more that I would I would I would rather see on that list. But I can I I see two of the two of them that I that I really understand why they're on there. I liked them. So what about so you? So what are, what are your three then? What do you what are you saying? Uh, I mean, I didn't. I just I don't know. I would say so Clover. I'm good with so Clover, and I'm good with Cascadia. And then let's throw uh, any one of those that I just said on there. I I no strong feelings. Okay. Like I like those games. I'm just saying no strong feelings to which one I would pick. Okay. I would say, Ooh, this can be a, this can be a little tough one. I think I would say I'm trying to look back on the games that I played this last year and, and remember that's what I'm doing. I'm looking at my plays mm-hmm. and also trying doing. to remember what, what years they came out. Did, uh, did Calico come out? 
I'd probably and I'd probably put that in the next category. But I I'd, so. I'd much prefer Cascadia, and I'd rather see that one. But oof, I'm having a hard time with this, John. Okay, here here's what I would say. I would say since Cascadia is there, I would say yes that. Although okay. I would be inclined to put it in another cap uh, category. Okay. I would say Seven Wonders Architect. Okay. And then even though I haven't played it, I would say Scout. <laughs> So two out of three of those are the same. That's the most nonsense I've ever. <laughs> Why is that? I think Scout seems like a really cool pick for this category. Yeah, I know. Maybe but you I'm haven't wrong. played it. I haven't, but I've watched the video and it looks cool. Okay. And it makes sense that it would be on there. And I also don't know. I just don't know what else I would put in that category. Okay. Do you generally find games that you've watched the video for in Rulebook you? knowing ahead of time how much you're going to like it pretty accurately. I know we all have those surprises. I mean, there's no doubt we have those surprises where we're like, I thought I was going to love that game. And then when I played it, it was not good. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But I'm just asking you, do you think you're, are you fairly, what, what, what percentage do you think you're accurate on? Of at least like enjoying it more than half, but I yeah. don't think it's that much more. Honestly, I think I'm wrong a lot of times. So you could just not like scout at all. And you, just, and you just put it on there. But even if I didn't like it, it you would understand make sense. why. I they think put it I thought I would. Llama is a good example okay. of that. I thought Llama was going to be a cool game and I didn't like it at all. Okay, that's cool. Okay, another option that I could say, although mm, that's more of a Kenner, although it's close, mm-hmm. is Merchant's Cove. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't you? But. The the other part of that is Merchant's Cove is a bigger box game, and a lot of times that those it's like a normal size box games that I see in this category. One that you're going to easily sell on you know in a big box store, and uh, I don't know if Merchant's Cove would fit in that category. But gotcha. anyway, anyway, that so that I would say Cascadia Scout and Seven Wonders Architects, and then I would pick throw any of them in there even though my favorite of those is cascadia i don't even know if that's the best pick for the for that category so out of these three that we do have you're you would say cascadia probably sure i think so okay i think i'm good with that for me i yes but if scout wins i i think i'll understand because it just seems like a cool idea even though i haven't played it and you don't like that i don't love it (laughs) I'm not again. I'm not. You can say whatever you want to say. You're you're a grown man. Cascadia is an excellent game. There you go. Excellent. Okay, let's move on to the Kenner the Kenner Spiel. All right. I guess I'll talk. I'll bring yeah, this you one got up. It. You got it. Okay. So the Kenner Spiel nominees. The three nominees are Cryptid, Dune Imperium, and Living Forest. The recommended list is Ark Nova, um, Cora. I don't even know. I don't know much about that game. And Witchstone. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I'm just gonna open up by saying why I'm unsure why Cryptid is on this list, and Dean and I had this conversation ourselves, and I get that it didn't come out in Germany apparently until this year. My assumption is that right? I mean, it had to have been. It had to have been right. But it seems like it would have. But came it's out- been three years. Yeah. So, like, I asked Dean if they had a game out in Europe for three years, move it to the U.S. Would you put it on a top game of 2022? And I think we both said no, because I mean, I could have ordered it overseas or something. It just seems a little. If it was like a one-year difference, absolutely, maybe two. But how many years has Crypto been out here in the U.S.? Let me look that up. Look that up. Because I think it's, I think that was one that we did early in Meeple Town, meaning that it's at least 2019. 
It's actually it's actually 2018. 2018. That's just so weird to me. Yeah. Maybe I mean, is there? I guess I could go look at their definition, but I mean, it's a 2022 game. So why would you go back? I just thought that was weird. I hated that. I mean, I don't hate's a strong word. Didn't like that pick at all for that reason. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm gonna start there and I'm gonna let you. Yeah, it's kind chat of up. that's kind of interesting. So, did you like that, or did that is that kind of annoying to you? I'm I'm trying to think through because it almost depends on the game, right? It almost depends on whether or not this is a game that would be like it's that good. Like if an El Grande, for example, came out three years later here mm-hmm. and it didn't make any list beforehand. Yeah, I think maybe I could put it on that list. Maybe because it, it in that sense it does. It I, does I mean, make I'm, sense. I'm yeah, I, I guess. Okay, so I, what, I still don't love it, man. What do we want to talk about? What do you What do you want to do here? You want you want me to well, complain, complain about that? I want, want to complain for a minute. Okay. I tried to rope well, you into complaining. complaining, and you didn't. Keep going. Um, no, it's fine. So let me talk about the ones that are that are out here. Um, I'm going to save Living Forest towards the end because that was one that Dean and I most recently have played and can kind of review a little bit on this podcast a little bit right like that's one that we spent some time playing yeah uh doing imperium i i've i played that only a couple times with dean we did do a review on that and i think i gave it like a seven and a half or something like i thought it was solid it was fun i wasn't over the top but i thought it was a, a decent game yeah i'm so that was a kind of a surprise pick though i felt like I don't know why I just was really oh wow Dune, mm-hmm. um, you know when we look at the recommended list, Ark Nova, you know I, everyone people text me all the time. Why did you not like Ark Nova? I'm serious, like and I and I get it. I just didn't care for it that much. I I, I think I think that I'm sick of going through big long decks of cards and trying to make things match up. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just tired of playing. Like, I'm like, or that or Terraforming Mars scratches that itch, I'm good. Like, I don't need to do that all the time. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to have a game that I have to play so many times to really get good at it to understand the deck because there's 200 cards in it. Right. And there's some other things about Ark Nova I didn't love, but I, I think it's, I do understand why people love it. There's there's no that's no hate towards that game. It's just that's why I personally am just met on it. Never played Korra. Witchstone makes a lot of sense for this pick to me. Really enjoyed it. Um, I think, again, that was like one of those kind of 8 out of 10s. Like I was talking about Wolfgang Warsh, you know, like I enjoy it. I'll play it any time. Not going to recommend it all the time, but I thought it was a really solid game. I'll be quiet for a minute now. Okay. Well, okay. Let me go back for just a second. Micro Macro won the Spiel des Jahres last year. <laughs> you think that that's why they probably maybe didn't do? I feel like they don't care though, right? No, what I'm saying is you said that would be a good pick for this year. Well, it would have been. But also, it was last year because they won the Spiel des Jahres. Yeah, the, well, that's that was, but they came out with part two. I was doing, I was talking about the second one. Yeah, well, that would have been a dumb pick. That's that's <laughs> what my point was. My point yeah, was so that like I got you, I got you. But I was, I I forgot that it won actually. I did too, and that's and that's why I had in my mind like, yeah, that would have been a great pick. Okay, yeah, okay, and it would have been, and it was mm-hmm. last year. Okay, yep. um. This is a this is a tough one for me. I was the reason why I was going back and looking at the ones from last year because I was wanting to see. Honestly, Arnak makes more sense than was that twenty twenty one. It was, and that's why I wanted to go back and look. Arnak was a. It wasn't the game of the year. It was um, one of the recommended or uh, last year. It was nominated, but it didn't win. Okay, last year, and so that's why I wanted to go back and look and 
people do love Dune Imperium. And in fact, a lot of people love it more than what they love Arnak. I like Dune Imperium better, but I feel like I've heard way more hype towards Arnak. Like that, you know what I mean? Like I would understand why that one over, if they went head to head, I wouldn't complain. Yeah, but even though I personally like Dune better, but overall, I mean, Dune Imperium, if I remember right, I'm going back and looking right now. Dune Imperium is higher, is a higher rated game. It's rated 16 overall at this point. What? Yeah. Okay, that's because it's Dune, and because it's a good game, people really like. No, it. No, I get it. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind. If it didn't have the name Dune Imperium, it was another game. Then. If it wasn't a Dune thing, it's just, you know, that's probably it's like right. Gloomhaven could be, or if come up with Star Wars games or, you know what I mean? Marvel games, it's, the theme 100% matters heavily in this. Okay. All right. So anyway, that's 33. Overall. I had no idea it was Arnak. that high ranked 16 overall. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to me, but I'll, I'll I want to play it again. It's been a few months. Yeah. Like I thought it was fun. I liked it. I might pick it up, but that high of a game, uh, it has to be people just are playing the game with dune cutter colored glasses. I have Maybe. no problem saying that. Maybe. And that's fine. I, th- I think the theme definitely is, is important in that. I, I actually kind of like a lot of these picks. I, I would say, I'll that probably I, play it again and be like, dude, that game is awesome. I should rate it higher. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. I'm, I don't know what I would pick other in other circumstances in this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if Batoku would have fallen in that category, which could have been a really good. But pick has to for though. This like, there's well. no other category for it to fall into. Yeah, or or even Luna Capital is another one that could have and fit well in this. I was gonna say. Plus, I would say for sure Batoku could have fallen in that because Ark Nova did, and Ark Nova and Batoku are probably around the same weight in my opinion. Yeah. So I mean, Batoku would have definitely made it. Um, it's kind of a weird year though because there's a lot of like story driven games and th- those don't often do well in these in this build a jars categories right so like yeah. sleeping gods is a huge hit here in, in a lot of u.s reviewers that i've seen uh, a lot of american reviewers but i don't know if that is as big of a poll in other places i just sure. don't know so so these these do kind of make sense i would say out of these top three that living forest is kind of the odd man out well other than cryptid for the mm. for the time period but if you take that out let's say cryptid came out here last year it makes sense to me dunaparium makes sense to me living Forest sure. doesn't it's not that it doesn't make sense it's just it's it's another border game that could go in either category i feel like it could have gone in the original category but i do think it might be a little bit much for introducing people i think so I would, I would also throw in maybe uh terraforming mars uh, Ares expedition that was a that was a really solid game that could have i could have seen on this list i wonder if that's available why it may not be it may not be that's what was my thought and i agree with you about luna capital that was a nice little a nice little game um there's some other ones that i like Gollum, but uh, that's 2021 so and i know they got it faster over in europe so i thought that was pretty solid um not to get mentioned but that's okay uh, let's talk a little bit about Living Forest. Do you, okay. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just for our listeners just gonna say just share a little bit about it and because this is one I think this is one where myself would have been like yeah I didn't really know much about that you know and, and it's been on BG, and BGA for a while it has and so it. like that's why I kind of wanted to give a little bit of attention to this game um, so in Living Forest it's a it's a race to three different one of three different goals putting out twelve different fires putting 
uh, 12 different types of trees into your forest. Or as you play cards, tableau, laying them out in your tableau, I'll explain it here in a second, if you can get 12 flowers on the same turn. And so what you're going to do is you're going to be drawing very Quacks of Quedlinburg, very Mystic Veil, where you're drawing, you're laying cards down. If you get three of these like dark gray circles, symbols, then you uh, will only get to do one action on your turn. If you get less than three and you stop, which obviously you'd go to two, then you get... Um, two actions on your turn and with those actions you can go buy new cards for your deck which can have those flowers on the bottom again um uh you can and you do that by the cards have like water on them or suns on them and use the suns to buy the cards and stuff you can put out fires with the water you can use little seedlings to build uh trees which go onto your forest board which those become permanent engine buildings so it could just be like oh, i've got i'm gonna place this on my board and then from now on i have two additional suns in the game um, every time or you can jump which you kind of like move around on this circle and that allows you to potentially do the same action twice because you generally can only do the same you know one action and then you have to pick a different action which can be really powerful but also you can jump over other players and steal we all start with one token one flower token one uh, like sprout token and one fire token does say fire or, or some yeah, one, I don't know, I said flower. Uh, yeah, okay, I said that right. And you can steal them from another player, and that actually counts towards your 12. And you, those can go back and forth, back and forth as you're jumping over each other back and forth and different things like that. Uh, yeah, and first to 12 wins. What, what? How did you feel about that? The game overall, or? Yeah, I, let's talk about the game overall, and then mm -hmm. we'll, because I feel like this is kind of like a mini review in the midst of this, for this episode. Yeah. So one thing I did want to mention before I jump into that is that the um, this game actually, if I'm seeing this right, won the French game of the year. Okay. Yes. I, I believe that's right. I don't think it was just nominated. I think it actually won it. Yes. Which is interesting um, because it's, it's got some, it's got, it's highly, highly acclaimed and people really yeah. like this game. Um, it has feels of... Taverns of Tiefenthal, where you're flipping those cards over, sure. you know, the deck builder piece, but you're also like push your luck on how many cards mm -hmm. you're going to flip over, which I like. It actually even gave me the feels of a Quacks of Quedlinburg type game, which I can see sure. people really liking that, yep. um, you know, that, that push your luck. And there's ways to mitigate that and even push your luck on the cards that you're buying. You can get mm -hmm. really, really good cards that have that black symbol on there which you don't want to have that, but you yeah. want to have the powers that those cards are. And then you have really terrible quality cards that have the white symbol on that, 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 you know, allow you to get an extra black symbol on there, mm -hmm. which I think is really interesting as well. And I like that this game is a race game. I think that's pretty mm -hmm. cool too, that it's not just collecting points because it seems pretty tense throughout the whole game. I feel like I do enjoy games where it's just not victory points. Yes. Like I do like, I mean, some of my top games, probably all my top games are victory points. There's so many of them, but it's just nice and fresh and not, and it's, I like how it's not just a race to one thing. It's a race to three different types of goals that you yeah. can get to. So like whoever gets to one of those first wins. And I think that that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So all of those things uh, are pretty interesting to me. Overall, I I don't love this game. I mm -hmm. like it. I like it okay. You you definitely like this one a little. I bit I really more than like I it. Yeah. I do. Like it was it was one that I, I. So what I like about it is number one, it's got a ton of player interaction. In my opinion, if you play it, like I could see how you could play this game like one time and be like, eh. 
But whenever you kind of start strategically getting into the depths of it, yeah. I think that it like you start going, oh, I didn't think about that. That's interesting because, you know, whenever someone buys a card, for example, the card's gone. You're not going to refill that until the next round. But what everything interacts with each other because at the end of the round, however many cards are gone, depending on which there's three rows, um, you're going to put fires into the forest based on that. Yeah. So there's this thing where Dean might be trying to collect 12 fires. And I go, man, I wouldn't mind buying a couple cards. But he's going to be first player next round, meaning he's going to have first dibs on putting out those fires. And so maybe I hold back and say, mm, I'm not going to buy cards this round, even though I have a lot of power to buy cards, because I'm just not going to give Dean the chance to get more fire, Yeah, which is a absolute strategy in the game. I think if you haven't played a lot, you might not think like that. Yeah. You might be like, yeah. I've heard people go, no, the fire's just too powerful. No, it's not. No, it's not. You won with fire, but barely, barely. in that game. Um, and I, I was actually close to winning by flowers. Well, I only needed exactly. one more flower, and I could and, have won that way. And I would have won, or I, I would have been out the next round. I'm sure I was really mm-hmm. close with the trees. So like it was, everything was just like one turn away from each other. And I probably strategically made a mistake the round before that would have stopped him from winning that time. And that's my fault, but that's fine. Um, I could have put out a, a a fire or two that I didn't, and just said, "Oh, I'm going to risk it" because I. I I kind of was really risky and I could have maybe won, but I would have had, had a really good card flop anyway. I think that's cool. But then also like the, you know, jumping around the, the circle is really interesting because you could do the same action twice. So you could have like a bunch of like sun power to get cards and do that two times in one round. And then like jumping over Dean and stealing the things. And I'm a huge fan of that tug of war back and forth, back and forth kind of thing games. I just really am enjoying that. And uh, I think that that's that's a way to kind of like get longest road in Catan and sneak attack win if someone's not paying attention. And I think it would be even better. I've only played it at two. I think that part would be even better at a three or four player count because there's a lot of people's things that you could be stealing as you're jumping over. Yeah, and I was going to add that too, John. I think that's that's the case. Now, I've played this on BGA at a three-player game. But I didn't really fully grasp what the strategy of it yeah. until afterwards. And then I played it as a two-player with you. And I, I I need to go back and play it again. And I, I have a suspicion that I would like it better at three, probably even four. Although, then that circle board becomes a little too cramped and you're going to be jumping and each other all over the place. people can steal years a lot. That would be the, it also opens up that possibility of like people, oh, Dean's going to win fire. Let's just take all the fire from Dean. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, which would be interesting. I would almost... I think three... I feel like three would maybe be my jam on this, but I'd like to see what I, happens. I think you're right. I think that would be the sweet spot because you would be... Four, you'd be jumping people too much. All the time. I would be jumping every turn, I think. Yeah. Every... every You know, and I think it's not a bad strategy anyway, other than you might not be able to take the actions that you necessarily want but to. There's, yeah, but there's also times when you don't want to jump over things because at the end of the game, Dean had stolen two, my fire and he had his fire. Yeah, and if he would have jumped over me by one, then he could have taken like my forest tile, which or something, or my flower, which wasn't important to him too yeah. much. Uh-huh. But then it would have given me the opportunity to my next turn easily jump him. Yep, because you're going, you know, uh, clockwise, and so like he's like, wait a second, I don't need to do that because if you do that, then I'll just steal his fire back, and I would have delayed the game. Yeah, so that's interesting. And then I like the little forest thing where you're planting trees because that's that, I like how it's got some engine building in the game. And the, and that's and I like engine building games, so I think it all comes together. And to me, it feels most like uh, a Tom Lehman game. It feels it feels more like a Race for the Galaxy, a um, yeah, uh, My City, or I mean, you know, whatever. Because I feel like you're building a deck 
to get to something as fast as possible. Yeah. With extra elements. Yeah. So like if I just, just the way I feel. And so I, I really liked it. Like I would probably give this like an eight out of 10. Oh, um, wow. Okay. It, potentially higher the more I play it. I just feel like all the components, I get why this was on here. I was surprised by how much I liked it, but out of these, I would, I would, it or Witchstone, if I'm including the recommendation list, I would pick as the as the winner out of the list of all these. Okay, so if you're looking at all of these, then okay. yeah, I, I, that would be. I'd have to play Witchstone again real quick. I might redo this list and put something like Cryptid, Ark Nova, and Witchstone, maybe, or you know, throw in a Badoku or something like that. For me, the winner is going to be Cryptid. Um, yeah, this, you know, this is the top fifty game for me. None of those other ones are at this point. Yeah. I the last time I played Dune Imperium, it kind of fell flat for me because it took so long to play. This is a four-player yeah. game, and it, that really kind of ruined it for me. And there were people that we were we all knew the game to an extent, and it mm-hmm. took three hours. Yeah, and that's that's too much for this game. I, I need a shorter game. Um, so I w- I would say Cryptid. If going back to the rating Living Forest, now I haven't played it as much as you, and I need to play. And I'm going to. I'm going to go back and replay this on BGA multiple times and have several games going on. Uh, I'd, I'm probably at like a six, six and a half, somewhere yeah. like that on here. Yeah, I'm, it's interesting. Interesting. But I, I, at a three-player game, when I know what I'm doing, I think I'll probably raise up a little bit, yeah. but not, I don't know, probably not past a seven. My wife say. didn't like this one that much. Like, she was just kind of like meh on it, and I had to keep, like, I was probably annoying her. I had to keep going back through the strategies of the game. Like, no, but think about it like this, and that means I like it. Like, I I think it has just so many um, um so I heard a few complaints that there's nothing new in this game, that they stole Mystic Veil's circles, which is very similar to Mystic Veil. You know, they have the little engine building, simple engine building. Who cares? We've seen that happen. You know, all that kind of stuff. And um, I don't totally disagree with, like, the fact that there's nothing super new. The little jumping over thing and stealing pieces is is different, a little bit different. But I do think it all comes together really well. I don't know if that matters to me. I mean, I haven't played Mystic Veil enough to uh, to remember it. I've only played yeah. the app version. But you have Arc Novon here, which is going to be a huge hit. It's already a top 100 game. Mm-hmm. And it all all of the things are used in other games. I mean, it's just a hodgepodge of, it's of 100% that. other games. Yep. And I'm okay with that because I still mm-hmm. think it's a fun game. Yep. So I'm going to ask you the question as we end this episode. Go back to the poll. What would you say? Great picks, meh, don't like them, or haven't played enough. You should have put another. I like these picks. I don't, I don't, I, I know that's, I, I wrestled with like the whole idea of, cause I think I would be in between meh and, and I, I think they're solid picks. I mean, they're decent picks, but I'm, I need to play a few more of the spiel. If you forced me to make a decision, I would say these are great picks, but I don't really, cause I think they're better than meh. I, I probably agree with that. And, yeah. and again, I haven't even played all of the Spiel games, but I, th- I have a sneaky suspicion I would like Scout. And Cascadia is an excellent pick, I think. And yeah, Cascadia is a great pick. Then with the other ones, I think Cryptid. And I think Limited Force is a great pick, actually. Yeah, I do too. I mean, considering what, what you were is. talking about. Yeah. So I, I really I have no problems with, with any of these picks, really. And no. top 10 would be the only one that I, is just a, I have no idea because I haven't seen enough on it. I agree. So, so I'm I'm actually I think if I had to pick one I think I would pick great picks as well. How about that, Ooh, Johnny? Okay. Angry at the spiel, like I think they're good picks. They're solid solid games. Um, yeah, and I I mean I could even see some of them showing up on my on my nominees too. You know I could I could yeah. see myself nominating if I had to go back. Living Forest would make my top ten from last year. 
Wow. So, okay. Yeah. There you go. There it's you a go. 2021 game. Is that? I believe so. Okay. Here. Okay. Well, there we go. All right. So John and I, which is a big surprise, we thought these were we would put that in the Solid. good picks. Yeah. yeah, really good pick category. That's yep. excellent. All right. Now, remember, we're not going to have an episode for next time. John's going to tell you how you can get in touch with this, but you can still watch some of our content. Hopefully, we can get some more videos out there. But if not, we got a lot of videos. There's lots of ways to yeah, go check got, out our stuff. We got lots of stuff. Go back and listen to our best episodes, your favorite episodes. That's right. And if you have been listening for a while and haven't sent us or got, given us a review, we would really appreciate that. Also, we'd appreciate, like, I was thinking about if you just shared it. You know what I mean? Like, and some of you probably are, but. Maybe, you know, on on the social medias or something. Hey, here's a board game. I appreciate it, everyone. It's been a huge help whenever someone's like, hey, what's a good board game podcast? And when someone says Meeple Town, it's like so, it gets me so jacked up. Yeah. But just, you know, anyway, any of that would help. We appreciate it. Y'all are awesome. Yep. Thanks for coming down to Meeple Town. So, Dean, is this maddening or not? Like, you're on the social medias, you're trying to sell something or like, you know, I'm doing real, you know, real estate and stuff like that. And someone, you know, writes in a comment, asks you a question, and it's just like, what is the point? Like when someone asks them, you know what I mean? Have you ever tried to sell something? You're like, why are you even asking this right now? You're not interested. Oh, Didn't you yeah. just say, you know, it's like I had someone the other, you know, the other day. Uh, I'm trying to sell some crypto machines, and they're like. Hey, you want to see, you know, what you, what, 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 what you'd go down to. Sorry. I couldn't talk right there. And I'm like, make me an offer mm-hmm. refused, refused and ended up going, okay. And like, they were being nice. They're like, nah, it's fine. And I'm like, just make me an offer. Right. Like, What's I don't care what it interested? is. Like, that's my point. Like my thing was, was I'm, I, I was like, I don't have to sell. I, you know, so I'm not like dying to sell, but like I have stuff like that or people like asking, they'll ask a question or, or like, it's just that kind of stuff just is like, it's just, I'm just like, who does that? I do. But people do it all <laughs> the time. Like I have messenger for like the real estate stuff and people will send me a message like, Hey, Hey, I'm interested in doing this or I'm interested in doing that. And then I'm like, Hey, what's going on? Is it, how could I help? And it's like, Oh no, sorry. I already have an agent or I like, I'm like, well, why are you messaging me? <laughs> Here's my thought, John. Like, Here's my thought. It's just like it's just so funny. I've done that. I've on, board, on purpose. Board game related. Let me give you yeah, an example. Okay. All right. You're selling a game. I come yeah. to you. Would you sell this game? You have it posted for thirty. Would you sell it for twenty five? And you sure. would say, sure. And then you would. Then and you, I would say, on second thought, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the kind of stuff that I'm like. Uh, be- that doesn't drive me terribly up, up the wall, but it does a little. It's just like, then why are you reaching out? Why are you wasting my time? Because I talked myself out of it before you answered. That That's what it is for me. I've already talked myself out of it. Yeah. 